Our show today is brought to you by Adashi. Climate change is real, but did you know that the way we shop online is actually adding to the climate change problem? Well, Adashi is like online shopping meets fact-checking meets Mother Teresa. The first online shopping platform of its kind, Adashi interviews its brands. They inspect every step of the supply chain to ensure that not that only eco-friendly, ethically sourced, and sustainably made products make it into your shopping cart. So if you would like to do uh, some online shopping with a heart, some online shopping that really matters, go to www.adoshi.co slash tesh. That's co, like, like if you're in Europe, not com. So adashi.co slash tesh, T-E-S-H, if you want to shop smart, do good, and look good while doing it. Our show today is also brought to you by Bedgear. Bedgear makes performance bedding based on the way that you sleep. You choose your mattress, you choose your pillow, and you choose your sheets based on your body temp, your size, and your sleep style. I, I sleep hot, and I sleep on my back or my side, so I have to have a different style than maybe you do. Each piece of, of, this, of this system has layers of powerful temperature-regulating technology that adjust your body temperature to your environment as you sleep. My pillow feels like a cooling pad against my head. There's no power in it. It just feels cool on my head, and I cannot sleep without it. I cannot use a different pillow anymore. I'm addicted to it. And here's the reality. Our sleep, it fuels everything that we do. Every single, every single part of our day, our appetite, our waistline, uh, our, our energy, the amount that we engage, how empathetic, our mood, everything is linked to how much sleep we get. So it's important that you have a performance sleep system that is working for you. And now our listeners can start building a personalized sleep system with 20% off. Visit bedgear.com and use our offer code TESH, T-E-S-H. That's B-E-D-G-A. B-E-D-G-E-A-R.com and use special code T-E-S-H. Hey, uh, welcome our Facebook uh, friends, uh, John Tesh. And podcast listeners. That's right. Well, that's right. I forgot we're doing the podcast. Thank you for keeping me honest. No problem. We are doing the podcast and a Facebook Live at the same time. So those of you who are on Facebook, please uh, hit us with questions. Those of you who are listening to the podcast, thank you for being uh, along with us. Uh, Gib, I want to start with uh, with something that, uh, and folks, um, if you have uh, had this experience, please let us know. But um, an effective way to sell your home, and I see uh, recently I have seen you using Pinterest for tattoos. Uh, tattoos, yeah. So what? What? I, I really, I'm sort of on Pinterest, but not really. So, so what, what's all right. Do? So so uh, first of all, welcome to both the podcast and the Facebook Live. If you do not listen to the podcast, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you're watching on Facebook right now, and if you are listening to the podcast. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash John Tesh, and you can see the video of us recording this if that, if that suits your fancy. Now, back to Pinterest, which I happen to love. And I, when I first got into Pinterest, when I was first introduced to it, it was presented as the woman's social network. Right, of course. Right? Yeah. It, was, it was so much more female-friendly. The, the stats on it were very female-heavy. And I just wasn't really that into it. But I created a couple of boards and I have no idea how to send people to see my boards or what the value is in people seeing my right. boards. Okay. But I still created a couple of boards. One was for like cool architecture that I like. So crazy pools and really nice decks, like things that I'm into. By the way, we're going to land this plane, and it has to do with how you can make more money selling your home or, or, or you can find a home of your, of your choice. So go ahead. Gary. And then I also tattoo design ideas. And here's why. I have a specific taste, but I'm not always very good at 
expressing that taste or even finding something. So, or even really understanding what I like and don't like. So the more I pin stuff on Pinterest, the more I get a sense of my own aesthetic. And that has been what I really have been addicted to when it comes to Pinterest. Okay. Thank you, Gib. Well, that's so, my deal with Pinterest. I'm so, just saying. So, so anyway, uh, real estate agents believe Pinterest is going to help you find your next home or sell one. They have 100, 100 million active users yeah. each month. And so the site relies on visuals, of course. It's great for the real estate industry. They say a lot of agents are creating Pinterest boards of the properties they have available. Why not, right? Right. Well, you don't even have to go to the, go to the open house. And then you just follow the board, and maybe people can post extra pictures of it, and you can really see it, yeah. So anyway, um, would you buy, you know, they're, they're also saying that millennials are buying homes without even going in the home. Is that possible? <sighs> I've heard about people buying sight unseen. They buy it online, or they have a real estate agent in the, in the city that they trust. I could never imagine doing that. I, I, how do you, you have to check the water pressure. You've got to walk, see you there's a weird the smell. <laughs> you got to see there's a weird smell. I mean, maybe I would put an offer in pending inspection and then withdraw the offer before escrow. Okay, that's so, what, that's so, so Valerie Prong says, hello from Stowe, Ohio. I'll look for you on Pinterest. Sounds cool. How do we find you on Pinterest? Guys? I have no idea how to find me on Pinterest. I, I, no, you, you, can, come on. You can just can you send name, a, right? Well, can you send a link? I don't know. Is it, is it just Pinterest.com slash Gib Gerard? I have no idea. But if you find me, you'll see a lot of the tattoos I like. I also, I do strength training. Uh, I have a strength oh, training yeah, board. Yeah. I like different exercises. That's cool about Pinterest. And if I was in the market for a home, I would, I'm, when I was, when we were doing some stuff to the outside of our house, I had a, I had a board of all like outdoor fixtures and stuff, and so I I, I have gotten into that. I'm I'm on board with this concept. Okay, we uh, since you're like a, a real you're a, you're the, you're the Home Depot guy now, right? I you am. love fixing things. I do. You uh, you have a you have your uh, your your uh, son, uh, my grandson just turned one years old, mm-hmm. one year old, one years old. Oh my gosh! Um, and so we have to talk about the cake that uh, Connie got your boy. Oh, and, and then we'll so, talk, we're going to talk about bacteria after that. Go ahead. Well, look, here's the deal, man. All of those cake-based reality shows, have you guys seen the uh, cake-based reality shows, the, the like cake wars and, and cake battles? Apparently, it's a very violent thing to be making cakes for a living. But uh, the, <laughs> there's these cake-based reality shows have made us all obsessed with the most beautiful of beautiful cakes. Like, no more grocery store cake with just a good frosting and some little tooling on the side. No, no. It has to be these amazing works of art. And so she brought over this giant two-tier thing. And my son, like one of his only words that he can say, because he's one, is balls. He loves, <laughs> he loves ball. There, that, would be, that would be your kid. Yeah, he loves yeah, to like yeah. go after, like just, just throw the ball in the house. He's one. He can throw already. That's his, that's his thing. So the cake was covered in, like, in balls made out of all kinds of different edible stuff. Right. Gumballs. There were those chocolate balls. There was cakes stuffed inside of, you know, anyway, all this stuff inside of this gorgeous cake. But I feel like the bar has been set too high for cake. And I think we're going to see a regression soon where everybody just starts getting their own, like making their own really poorly done cakes at home. Well, apparently the cakes are making people sick, and here's why, okay? So blowing out birthday candles. I had no idea. Yeah. Our mouths are incredibly germy, of course. Clemson University study found the bacteria count on cake frosting jumped significantly after the candle blowing. Uh, so they, they are warning against saliva sprayed cake. So they're saying give the birthday boy or girl a mini cake and then guess, give a separate cake to your guests because you're going to poison your guests. Why do they have to do a study? You have, pe- you have kids, which are giant germ bombs, are breathing onto the food that's about to get eaten. Of course it's covered in bacteria after they're done with it. And look... There's a great, you, you can say, okay, get little baby cakes, 
cupcakes are like the hippest thing in the world right now. Get the get the person, the the uh, birthday boy or girl, a cupcake to blow the candle out on, and then yeah, they don't have to yeah. breathe on the big cake. Yeah, yeah. I, I've and, and so so many years for so many years I've been eating the cake that these kids have been blowing their snot on. It's really and nice. you didn't die, so I think we're all good. <laughs> I mean, look, there's a lot of bacteria on there, but the reality is it's good for your immune system. Okay, so speaking of your immune system and uh, making yourself relax. Uh, the best way to lower your blood pressure, according to the University of Alabama, is to relax in front of a campfire. So they had volunteers watch videos of a crackling fire for 15 minutes, and the result, their blood pressure dropped six points off the top number, systolic, three points off the bottom one. Uh, lead researcher Dr. Christopher Lynn says watching flickering flames lowers blood pressure by engaging all our senses and triggering our body's production of the neurotransmitters that ease anxiety. What do you yeah. Think? What do you think? Well, look, absolutely. But what's the scene in Blazing Saddles where we're all sitting around the campfire? No, the the reality <laughs> we're all passing gas. <laughs> Fire, it's elemental, man. You watch the stuff burning; it's mesmerizing. There's even in Christmas time they have the whole the channel. It's just a Yule log burning. You can turn on because it's so exciting. And I think it's it, it's very basal for us as human beings. We just we want to be around the elements, just like we want to be around the ocean, or we want to be around a babbling brook, or by in the woods, wood, fire, ocean, earth, uh, '60s prog rock. We all of that stuff, <laughs> all of that stuff comes together, and 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 I I can totally see that. Can't you stare in the inside of a fire and watch just the oh wood yeah they flicking? Yes, the flicking of the flames. Uh, and by the way, if you've uh, just joined us here on the podcast or on on Facebook, so we're we're on our podcast and we're also on Facebook uh, Live. And tell the folks at home, uh, or the folks who are watching on Facebook, how they can listen to this podcast after they've been watching. Intelligence us. for your life. You search it on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast and you want to find what we look like while we're making this, it's uh, facebook.com slash John. We don't always look this confused because we're trying to do three or four things at the same time. And, I'm and also, there's a piano. Yeah, there you go. Uh, by the way, so Brian C. Pettit says what your mother-in-law says all the time. Just expose them to germs. It'll boost their immune system. Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. Here's the thing. My mother-in-law doesn't take care of the kids when they get really sick. I have to be up all night with them. So uh, I'm, I'm good on not exposing them to that. Uh, now, Jill uh, Ligenfelter says, I hear you're coming to Vacaville in October for a concert. Is that true? It actually is true. And so what I'm going to do, because I'm just so cool right now, I'm going to put up the concert dates here for, um, for the guys on Facebook. Uh, for you folks listening to the podcast, uh, on the 5th of October, uh, we're in Campbell, California, and then Vacaville, Vacaville the next day, and then uh, San Ramon. Uh, and then uh, in, on the 26th of October, we're in Newbury, South Carolina, Franklin, Tennessee, and then uh, Ohio and uh, Connecticut for the for the holidays. But um, it's a it's a it's a different show that we're that we've been doing these days. Gibb uh, opens us up with comedy, and then he's he plays along with the uh, with the band. And um, I, I don't think we've ever done this uh, this relaxed a show, Gibb. It is pretty relaxed. It's like VH1 storytellers. You do a lot of talking, which I think people want to see. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you you don't. But it's it's maybe it's just don't play, let that cat out of the Just bag. play the music, Tish. But no, it's it's like uh, what what was your mindset when you were writing the music for the Tour de France? Right. Well, yeah, how did you yeah. write the uh, theme song for um, for what was it? Basketball for NBA basketball in the '90s, uh -huh. the heyday of it. You know, and that that sort of conversation, that intimacy, I think, is something that everybody's craving. It's why. It's why podcasts are interesting. It's why um, it's why we love to follow our favorite celebrities uh, on 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 social media because there is a certain intimacy to seeing what goes on when people aren't working, and that is one of the exciting things about your show. Is it's um it's an intimate experience with you where you talk about where your inspiration comes from, your journey, and um, 
spoiler alert, one of the really cool things about it is you get to talk about the fact that you're cancer free now. Yeah, yeah. For those of you, <laughs> those of you don't know, uh, spoiled my cancer free story. Uh, uh, as far as you don't know, no, you have recently not just beaten but completely driven into the ground prostate cancer. That's right. That's, where, that's where, pretty where, exciting. Where, where it belongs. Uh, let's talk about baseball because, Gib, I know you love, I love uh, yeah, right? Apropos of it. Speaking of the prostate, it's, it's just always it's about yeah, the size yeah, just, of a baseball. Just, just think about the uh, the scores, you'll be fine. Um, apparently, according to Dr. Phyllis Z from Northwestern University, uh, and I've been there for tests too, we need to put away the sleeping pills and turn on a baseball game. She says listening to baseball on the radio or TV is a great way to drift off to sleep because it's mentally engaging enough to take your mind off your worries, but boring enough that it doesn't trigger a stress response for the competition. I've watched you watch baseball. You never look bored. Well, I happen to love baseball. I, my uh, my wife would definitely disagree. She would say that it's the perfect soundtrack to fall asleep to. But I like that calming. It does calm me down. I do like the feeling of having the baseball game on in the background while I do other stuff. I'll, I'll be on the grill with the baseball on the radio. I will be doing all kinds of things with the baseball game in my ear. So I'm totally on board with that. Um, the only thing I would say is if you are an actual baseball fan, this will not help you fall asleep, especially if it's around playoff time. I mean, that's right, not gonna yeah, yeah. that's not gonna work. But but is, is it easier to uh, is is it more relaxing to listen to the game on the on the transistor radio than it is to watch it on TV? Ah, I think so. I think it's you know doing the other stuff and having the game on in the background. It's the soundtrack of summer versus versus you know watching sports on television. And it, people find it a lot less invasive than having the TV on in the, in the house. Mm-hmm. And not everybody look. I watch. I try to watch almost all of the games for for a given for a given year. For my Dodgers this year, it's been great. So I watch. I've watched maybe it's 162 games in the season. I've watched maybe 140 of them, uh, which is a lot of baseball to have going on. What is it? You don't. I mean, you play a little baseball, but what is it about uh, diehard baseball fans where they talk about themselves like they're actually on the team? I mean, or like like you're an owner okay. of the team. You just said my Dodgers because they are my Dodgers. Okay. But here, here's the thing about baseball versus a lot of other sports: it is so unbelievably regionalized because there are so many games in a season, and because there's two different leagues that barely play each other. Your team becomes your only. Like I watch football. I watch football all day on Sunday, and I don't know if anybody has uh, NFL Red Zone, but it it like gives you all of the highlights as they happen. It cuts between every team that's in the red zone. It's phenomenal. But I'm able to watch. Every single football team that plays in that weekend, I can watch that every weekend. With baseball, I can only follow one team. And so your relationship becomes very personal to that one team. If you're a Yankees fan, you're not a casual baseball fan. You're a Yankees fan. I am a Dodgers fan. I can't possibly follow everything that's going on in the other divisions. The NL West is most of what I care about. So if and I was so gonna, very personal. So if, if I were a fan of ACDC, the band, right? I'm, right. I, and, and so if I, if, if I want <laughs> to go to one of the... This is going to be a great analogy, by the way. Wanted, go ahead. My analogies never make sense. Um, if, if, I, if I wanted to, uh, to, to talk to them, right, before the show or after mm-hmm. the show, all I got to do is pay like an extra 200 bucks and I can get the VIP treatment. Right. You, you get the VIP tickets where you go before and then you talk to them, you go afterwards, you get pictures and everything. So can you do that with your, your Dodgers? Can you get like the hangout with the pitchers before the, before the game or after? Do they have fantasy camp where you can go and, and pretend you're a Dodger for a week yeah, and, but, oh, okay. and some of the players come through. Uh, there's also, you can buy premium seats like dugout club. You could go and you can sit right by the dugout, watch the players go out of the tunnel. I mean, you can be a part of the action like that. And, uh, I mean, yeah, you can you can get close to it, but why? It, this, they're not rock. It's not a rock concert. It's a, it's a baseball team. They can't yeah, have every some, fan yeah. going to. You can't go to batting practice. You can't go to tune uh, Ace Young's guitar for ACDC. You can't do that. You can't go to batting uh, practice with right. the Dodgers. 
You can go early and watch batting practice if you can't get on the field. And you actually take a know the cuts. guitar player from ACDC? Am I, not, am I not right? I don't know. Isn't it Ace? I thought it was Ace Freely. That's, that's, no, that's Kiss or it's some, something. Um, okay, let's talk Angus about, Young. Okay, there we go. Um, let's talk about um, uh, here. Why don't you do this one? We're going to talk about uh, how strong, how smaller beds equal stronger. Okay, yeah. So we this is a piece. Of, according to a British study of one thousand couples, ninety four percent of couples who sleep close enough to each other to make contact during the night report being happy with their relationship. The least happy couples were ones who didn't touch while sleeping. Only sixty eight percent of them said they were satisfied with their relationship. It seems that the distance between us in bed signals the distance between us and our waking life. And although we all move around throughout the night, what matters is the position you're in when you fall asleep. Yeah, so, so you have to be so touching. So if you like, if you fall apart as the night goes on, that's totally acceptable. It only matters when you fall asleep. So if your relationship is struggling, maybe switch from the giant king bed, the California king, or the giant custom bed to a queen. Or if you're very adventurous. Uh, you know, a dorm room size twin mattress. Okay. If you've just joined us, we are, uh, well, if you're listening to the podcast, that's what you're doing. But at the same time, we are on Facebook Live. And so if you're uh, watching us on Facebook, you can get the podcast. How is that, uh, Kip? Search for Intelligence for Your Life on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're on all of the directories. Hey, here's some, uh, some good news about getting older. Um, and by the way, Gib, I know you're going to have to uh, insert uh, uh, some of our, our friends here who are, are sponsoring, so you just do that whenever you want to do it, okay? Okay. Okay. Anyway, some good news about getting older. You're going to have less BO, uh, but we just have everything on this show. The sweat glands responsible for armpit odor become less active as we age, so you may smell less ripe, but you may smell more musty. You smell kind of musty. I know. That's because as we get older, we uh, secrete more uh, nonial, a compound that has a somewhat grassy odor. Sounds like we're shopping for wines. Kind of like strong cucumbers or stale beer. But more good news, our sense of smell deteriorates as we get older, so we won't even know we smell, and neither will But everybody else gets to smell you. I mean, if you have peer peer group friends, fine. But if you're the most interesting man alive and you're hanging out with people of all age groups, then all of a sudden you you smell to them. You smell of of musty grass and old stale beer. It sounds like a fun bar to be in, though. <laughs> well, you know, uh, when Prima was like four or five years old, your sister, um, I don't know, I've, maybe I hadn't had a shower in a couple of days. I don't know. Anyway, she, she leans over to me. She says, Dad, you smell like old people. And uh, like a whole group of them. Yeah, I know. That was the thing. But I wouldn't mind if it was just one person, but uh, apparently it's a, you know, it's a, it's a group. So maybe, maybe you just said, I have, I have, what does old people smell like? It does it like Ben Gay and uh, th- this? We just talked about it. But, Gra- musty, but grassy. That, that can't be that strong. And you were not that old at that time. I mean, now you kind of smell musty, but back then you were fine. Uh, here's uh, Jacqueline Snell Gunn, who has messaged us, messaged us on Facebook during the program saying, twin, no way. I think she's referring to the, to the bed. She doesn't want to be in a twin bed. Um, I, I, I have to say that the times when, back to those beds. Yes, the, the twin bed would be really small. The Jack times when we've been camping and and I because we're because right now we're in one of those beds where uh, it's like two what are those? It's like two Both, twin beds, two twin to, beds pushed together, pushed together. So there's a there's like a moat in between for mm-hmm. me and Connie, and, and they, so and they move like she's, a she, yeah. She's convinced that I, that I she's convinced that I have um, restless leg syndrome. Every time something ha- happens in our relationship, she turns it into a syndrome. So, um, you should get that checked. I know that's like her favorite thing to say is, yeah. you know, I noticed this, you should get that checked. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so, uh, Jacqueline is not going for the twin bed. Um, well, sorry to hear that Jacqueline. Uh, I guess your, your relationship is going to, to suffer. And you, but the good news is if you don't go to the twin bed, you won't have to smell musty 
uh, of your part, the mustiness of your partner as they age. Uh, yeah, the, the, the musty word has like lit up here on the Facebook page. So Tabby, Tabby Latire says, smell less. Musty is a smell. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's stale beer. Just think about a bar that doesn't get cleaned out very long. Like uh, McSorley's in Lower Manhattan. Have you ever been to that bar? That bar's been open for, yep, yep. you know, decades, yep. uh, well, maybe over a century. And, uh, and it smells musty in there. Uh, Beth Sinna says, just open up your window. If you're, uh, if you're worried about if you're worried about mustiness. Hey, uh, okay. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Now, you and I love Audible, do we not? We do. Audible content. It's got a match selection of audiobooks, audio shows, news, comedy, publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, and business information providers. They're all on Audible. And unlike a streaming or rental service with Audible, you actually own the books, so you can access them anywhere anytime from almost any device, including iPhone, iPad, Android, Amazon Fire tablets, or Windows Phone. Audible makes getting more books in your life easy, unbeaten selection of audiobooks, incredible performances. I have to say, the, you know, the, the readings that they get from some of these books are incredible. You and I uh, are addicted to it. I have this thing, Audible has this thing because they are owned by, um, by Amazon, where they have WhisperSync for voice. So some, you can read on your Kindle one book, and then if you and then you can own the if you own the audiobook and the Kindle book, a lot of titles you can switch between the two. So if you're reading in bed at night, right. you fall asleep, then right. you get in your car in the morning and you want to pick up where I you left that. off. I love that. You go back and forth. I blast through books that way. I happen to love it. We uh we recently had Eric Barker on the podcast. You and I both listened to his I'm, book. I'm, I'm showing my uh, my audible oh, there you uh, go. Uh, thing here. So I have got uh, Barking at the Wrong Tree from Eric Barker, Beneath the Scarlet Sky. I just um I just downloaded this. So you got a novel? I've never I, seen I you know read it, a novel. But, but it's a true story. Oh. So it's about this Italian boy who uh, like sort of goes undercover during World War II. I also downloaded uh, Maria Sharapova's uh, Unstoppable because I was told that that was the uh, end of Vietnam War yeah, by Kimberly. But go ahead. I'm, I, I digress. Well, no, but these are great titles. And you know what? If you guys, Facebook audience, podcast audience, if you would like to get a free audiobook with a 30-day trial, go ahead and go to www.audible.com slash tesh. That's audible.com slash Tesh, A-U-D-I-B-L-E. And for those of you that don't know, you spell Tesh, T-E-S-H. You get a free audiobook and a 30-day trial for a membership. So I, I, I've i been a member for, I mean, maybe a dozen years. How long have you been a member? Where you get the credit every oh, month? Oh, I, I think you turned me on to yeah. it. So I think that's, yeah, same same thing. So you and I love Game of Thrones. Yes. Well, it turns out winter is coming, all right? We got to be prepared for it. And one of the best ways to prepare for winter is with a good pair of boots, this season, you're going to want to get a high-quality pair of boots sold at an honest price that's built to last. That's where Thursday Boot Company it's comes in. They are a brand that you are going to want to know about. I have checked out their website. They have the most beautiful boots I've ever seen. I'm typing them up right now. Thursday Boot Company is a new bootstrapped e-commerce brand that started just in October of 2014. They make beautiful, handcrafted products in the same North American manufacturing facilities as the older brands your parents and grandparents wore that sell for two to three times the price. Thursday Boots, though, they use better materials They've been featured in everything from Esquire, GQ, OK Style, Weight Watchers, Page Six. Most importantly, you are going to love them. I cannot, I mean, they are absolutely stunning looking boots. Can, are, are you, they are some of the most amazing things. They, um, you want to go online? You, you, you don't have to. Uh, people can just what, go what to it, just go boots? to thursdayboots.com. You don't have to do that. Thursday Boots, Thursday like the day, boots like boots.com. Uh, right now, if you would like to get a brand new pair of boots, we, we are going to give you free two day shipping. So free ship today. That's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P, the number two, and then day will get you boots within two days for the, the shipping will be free. So what 
What, what are the, the most important things in the world? Money, yep. power, yep. and a great pair of boots yeah. that are now <laughs> yeah. only two days away. That's nicely done. Thank nicely you. Nice done. Uh, always- you were, we were talking about beds before. Right. And you sleep a little hot. So you bought yourself one of those cooling pads. I did. It was Yes. Go ahead. All right. So the, you got one of those cooling pads. You set it too high and you almost froze to death. Well, right. Bedgear is sponsoring us today and they are incredible. I got one of their pillows. I sleep hot. Their pillow feels like it, it. There's no electronics in it. It just feels like an air conditioning against my head. It is unbelievable. I cannot sleep without it. It's it's unbelievable. And look, here's the reality. No two people have the sleep, same sleep needs. That's why Bedgear makes performance bedding based on the way you sleep. Each bedding essential has layers of powerful temperature regulating technology that adjust your body temperature to your environment as you sleep. So you choose a mattress, a pillow, and sheets based on your body temperature, your body size, and your sleep cycle. And with the four personalized choices and a pillow ID tool, you can find the pillow that's right for you, mix and match with the right sheets and the right bed, and all of a sudden you've got a custom sleep experience. It is un- It keeps hot air out, keeps the cool air moving through so your, 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 your uh, hormones get in the proper place. You know, do you know that that you have to be cold? We talked about this. You have to be a certain temperature. Yeah. Your hormones be right to stay asleep. Right, and because, that means because, being if, if, because if you get really cold, uh, and your body produces more melatonin. This is science and sleep together. Uh, I, I like I said, it's like an amazing menthol pillow underneath me every night. I cannot recommend that highly enough. How come I didn't get any of this? You I mean, do. You you oh, have it. You oh, you just gave me that pillow. Yes, I, I love that. Oh, pillow. that's my point. Oh you my gosh, one. are you kidding me? It's like a spongy sponge thing. Yes, exactly. I didn't even know where that came from. <laughs> So well, I'm not being very professional right now, but I mean, that was fantastic. But it is. It's cooling. It's amazing. So you need to find a uh, sleep system that works hard for you, and you can start building your personalized sleep system with 20% off. So visit bedgear.com and use offer code TESH to get 20% off. That's B-E-D-G-E-A-R.com and use our special code TESH to get 20% off of your custom bed solution. So while you've been doing all this, we've been getting a lot of questions here uh, on Facebook. Um, and We were talking about sleep. And so Colleen uh, McLaughlin says, what about if I sleep on the couch with the dog because my husband won't let the dog in our bed? Is that bad for our relationship? Oh, so uh, Colleen, yes. We've talked about this before. And, and that how um, different perspectives on pets is actually more significant in your, in, to your relationship health than different perspectives on parenting. So you viewing a pet as something that want, that you want to sleep in bed with and him viewing a pet as something that is, maybe he grew up on a farm or maybe he grew up more rural, that it's an, a work animal, an animal that's designed to, to do something other than just be a companion. That, that combination of things can actually be bad for your relationship. So you guys need to get on the same page about pets. And also not sleeping with your husband is probably not the best thing for your relationship. Although I do like to sleep on the couch. I like to sleep on the couch so much that sometimes I pick fights just so that I end up on the couch because it's so comfortable. Wow. I mean, you got really passionate about that. That was well, awesome. Well, it's important. So I really, I want, I want her to know that that, that, that is an important part of, uh, uh, of your relationship is how you view pets. Uh, uh, Bernarda Gilbert writes, while stationed overseas uh, on, I'm not sure what that is, I listened to your radio show religiously. Thank you for wonderful pearls of wisdom. Uh, we love, we, uh, we're on Armed Forces Radio, Gib. I love that. Amazing. I mean, it's it's an honor to be a part of that. By the way, here's somebody who just heard your bed commercial. I'm recovering from the ninth foot surgery, so this bed sounds great. Lots of metal in my foot. Ouch. Yikes. I mean, you just yeah, you find a way to get comfortable. Wrap that foot, put it up. I, I don't know. I don't know what bed solution is going to work for you exactly. Actually, your bed would work really well for her mm-hmm. with the uh, with the hospital moving things to it, and then just add the bed gear pillow, and you're good to go. 
Um, hey, listen, let's get back to uh, some of the uh, other intelligence. Uh, Netflix has studied our binge watching. Ha- First of all, I'm going to put up the, uh, no, I'll do it later. Uh, studied our um, binge watching habits, and they found that shows like Breaking Bad, Gib, American Horror Story, and The Walking Dead are binged the fastest. People typically get through an entire season in only four days. Wow. Uh, the shows that have viewers uh, who take a more relaxed approach to binge watching are Arrested Development, Mad Men, and Homeland. Love viewers it. take a week to get through a season of those shows. The researchers say because those plots are more complicated and the humor is more complex, people need more of a breather between episodes. I, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I, 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 binged, I binged Homeland hard. Homeland was one of my favorite shows of all time to go through, and I, and I binged that one hard. Also, really complex show, The Wire. I was I got really into that watched episode after episode after episode. But I think the real takeaway here is that Netflix is watching everything that I watch, and because all of those shows are incredible, I, 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 oh, I yeah, watched I Breaking you, Bad. I watched uh, Walking Dead. Breaking Bad, by the way, at the end of an episode, I watched it normal human being style on television week by week, and so that little cliffhanger at the end always had me waiting for the next week. If I had the option of binge watching, I don't think I would have left my house for. Oh, hello. There's like six seasons of that show. I don't think I left my house for four days. Yeah. Um, I, I, the, uh, uh, what's the one I do? 24. I watch that. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still today uh, watching that. I, I, I go wait, back I, and watch I, it. Yeah, I do. Um, reading. I know you're a big fan of reading. Um, what happened? Oh, this thing? Sorry. Um, uh, even If you read even two pages of a romance novel, it can help reduce your stress. According to the University of Liverpool, they found that Reading for just a couple of minutes every day, anything from a biography to a thriller to romantic fiction, gave readers lower stress levels than those who didn't read. Readers also had better coping skills when they're in stressful situations. Reading allows you to get out of your own head and to get into the head of the characters. This happened to me when you turned me on to Game of Thrones, the books, right? Mm -hmm. And I read like all, I guess it was like five and a half of the books I did. But um, I started identifying with a lot of the characters. That's scary. I don't think you should identify with the Game of Thrones characters. Uh, but they, yeah, that's that's the amazing thing about reading is that it, it makes the rest of the world disappear while you're reading. I read, like we talked about before, we talk, I, I, I listen to books in my car. Um, I will keep my headphones in and listen to books when I'm in line and doing stuff like at a coffee shop. I will read on my Kindle at links to my Audible account. I will read while I'm uh, in line at the bank or if I'm, if I'm waiting to pick up my kids at school, uh, I, will, I will sit there and read off of my phone, the Kindle app for my phone. So I'm I believe wholeheartedly, and there's no better feeling, there's no more engrossing feeling than when you're in the middle of a good book. Right, I agree. Especially fiction. I mean, nonfiction's great. I always want to read one of, one of each, but the, uh, when you're in the middle of a really good piece of fiction and you just can't get out of it, that's, that's, that's the most engrossing feeling. And yes, of course, it makes you more empathetic uh, to the people around you. So we asked people, I, I did on, on Facebook while we were doing this, uh, what are you binge watching right now? I've actually watched this. It's good. Beth Sinis says uh, she's... Um, uh, binge watching Outlander. Oh yeah, it's yeah. The, the series based on the old Sean Connery movie. Right, right, exactly. And then uh, oh, wait, no, that's Highlander. Highlander, Outlander. Yeah, you're right. No, Outland uh, is with Sean Connery, where he's out on the <laughs> he's mining. That's right. He's uh, yeah, yeah, he's in charge of a of a mining vessel in yeah. space. Uh, and then Beth's oh, Beth Sinis again says Game of Thrones is the best series ever. Game of Thrones is an incredible series. I would like to point something out right now that the people on on the podcast can't see, but people on Facebook can. The air conditioning does not work in John's studio oh right now. Oh my gosh, I don't know what happened so to I it. So I have completely yeah. sweat through part of my shirt, and I want to apologize. This is not some sort of weird, I'm not bleeding through my shirt, it's just sweat. Yeah. And I know that's disgusting. Star Trek, Nancy said that Star Trek is uh, one of the best shows to binge watch. It depends on which version of Star Trek, not Voyager. 
Yeah. I well, I you know, I was actually in one of the series. What was You what? were on Next Generation. Next Generation, yeah. And you played a Klingon when uh when the main Klingon on the show had to go through his yeah. uh his like maturity ritual. But it's you, you like Yeah, the uh it was like he went through puberty. Yeah. But it, but it's um uh it's back now. I guess CBS online is doing is mm-hmm. doing uh, Star, Yeah, there's a new one. It looks great. Uh, Star Beyond Star Trek Beyond. Uh, yep. And then uh, Deborah Lynch says Parenthood is really good. She's on season. Oh, three. Parenthood is phenomenal. That show is amazing. Uh, who's behind? That's uh, Ron Howard's behind that. But that show is is underrated. That show, if you like Parenthood, and then then This Is Us and, and Parenthood have like the same DNA in them. I love those two shows. You know who's watching us right now is Richard Cheatham, our old friend who went on the cruise with us. Um, hey, John and Gib from Dick Cheatham, also known as John Rolfe. Uh, darn glad to hear you're doing well. Yeah, I'm still, uh, I'm still uh, always he says, always into a book. So Richard is uh, one of those guys at uh, Williamsburg, right? Mm-hmm. Who can uh, who can channel everybody from Alexander Hamilton to a candlemaker. He's he's incredibly talented. And John Rolfe. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's and, right. and and he go he goes in character and takes you around Williamsburg in character. So you uh, you have to ask him questions as if you are in the uh, in the uh, 18th century. Right. Uh, and oh, uh, Nancy Ritz says uh, Captain John Luke. Oh, is that uh, John Luke it? Picard? Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah, the yeah, USS yeah. Enterprise. That's yeah. Next Generation. Okay, let's do one more piece, Gib. Um, we're going to talk about monkey. Your kids love to go to the zoo, right? And Who doesn't love- like? Wait, zoos are amazing. If you, when we travel, you know, sometimes when we travel, and you have extra sound check to do, and you have to rehearse. You go to the zoo. I go to the zoo, or I go to a local museum. You don't even know that, but I do that sometimes. <laughs> wait a second. Here's uh, Karen Paplia says. She's old school. She binges on Under the Tuscan Sun. That's a TV show. Yeah, the, I mean, a movie. Yeah, by Diane Lane. I guess Wait, she just watches. Yeah. She's like me with Gladiator. She just watches it over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently, there's a problem with monkeys are not happy with us looking. Oh at, no! Look, at looking at them. I didn't know this. Um, it stresses them out. According to a, a research from the University of Melbourne, they found that when the monkeys could see people watching them, they scratched themselves more and they fought more um, compared to when they were behind a one-way screen. When they couldn't see the public, the monkey stress chemicals are one-third lower. So why don't all zoos have one-way viewing? Because when the animals don't make eye contact with visitors, they say attendance drops. So they're not going to do that. This is, uh, this is the Kardashians. <laughs> the Kardashians are always being looked at, and they're always fighting and throwing things at each other. There you go. That's, that's why. It's, it's, our, it's our primate roots, and the Kardashians have tapped into it. Because we watch, we, we stare at them all the time, and now, and that, now they do this. But this, this makes sense, too, because I, the one thing you do when you go to the zoo, what's the thing you do? You shout at the animals, and you try to get them to react to you. Right. Like, you, hey. you, you shout at the animals? You know, you go, hey, hey, hey monkey, hey, monkey, hey, <laughs> hey, monkey. Or like the alligator, you know, hey, hey, hey. Or how many people, how many people roar at the lion cage? I mean, yeah, seriously, that, you yeah. watch the ki- kids and adults alike. How many people uh, make, you know, noises yeah, at the yeah, monkey cage? Yeah, because we want to get that reaction. We want to feel that connection to the animal. What's the point of going if you're not going to feel? I can look at videos on on planet Earth of these things. So uh, yeah, I get that, but I, we obviously we don't want to be stressing the monkeys out. Maybe if we gave the monkeys an outlet, like uh, maybe if the monkeys got to throw stuff at you, you know, you got like a dunk tank, and the monkeys got to de-stress by yeah, by taking yeah, visitors yeah, and putting yeah. them in a dunk. But tank. But we know what monkeys throw, and we don't want to be doing that. Well, whatever. It's right, about their right, stress levels. All right. Do you have other uh, 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 advertisements you need to do here at the end of the show? or are you? Good? I mean, I guess. Uh, thank you guys, first of all, for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Once again, if you've been listening to this show, uh, we you can see what it looked like while we made it at Facebook.com slash John Tesh. Also, follow up with John, Facebook.com slash John Tesh or at John Tesh on Twitter, uh, on Facebook.com slash Gib Gerard or at Gib Gerard. 
once again, I want to remind you guys uh, that if you like this podcast or you like this Facebook Live, go ahead and rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And also, if you're watching on Facebook, go ahead and click click like and follow for John, facebook.com slash John Tesh. And if you want to see us live, we're going to be in a whole bunch of places. Uh, October 5th, Campbell, California. October 6th, Vacaville, California. October 7th, Ramon, California. Then we're going to the East Coast. Uh, October 26th, Newbury, South Carolina. October 27th, Franklin, Tennessee. And November 29th, Pequa, Ohio. December 1st, Ridgefield, Connecticut. December 2nd, Richmond, uh, Richmond Hill, Ontario. And then next year, February 3rd, we're going to be in Downey, California. So we're going to be all over the country in the next couple of weeks. Again, you can find more information about that on facebook.com slash John Tesh. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And thank you guys so much for watching. How do, how do people, um, how do people uh, make sure that they know when we're, uh, come, we're live on Facebook? Is there like a oh, button you, you can Yes, click? make sure you're following facebook.com slash John Tesh. So you'll get that, that way you'll get the notices and you can actually click and say get notifications for updates. Get notifications, yeah. that's what it is. Uh, okay. This episode, this show has been brought to you by, again, our friends at the Thursday Boot Company, handcrafted with the highest quality materials and sold at an honest price, starting at just $149, which is an amazing deal for boots, by the way. I don't know how much you've spent on, I, I actually know how much you spent on your last pair of boots. It was not $149, a lot more. That includes free shipping and returns, the best boots at the best value. They're only a click away. Head on over to thursdayboots.com. Thursday like the day, boots like boots. And use the code FREESHIPTODAY. That's F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P, the number two, and then D-A-Y. And you can have a fresh pair of boots on your doorstep in just two days. Get ready for winter. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And uh, thank you, uh, Facebook fans. We are out of here.